Do you ever wish you were somewhere else, doing something else? Well, most of the time, that's just idle fantasy. But sometimes, just sometimes, it might be God working through you, leading you to fulfill your divine purpose. Like Virginine here, who, if you remember, is now living life on four legs as a dairy cow, romping through the green pastures she once embodied. But being an official agent of karma is no picnic. No romp through green pastures, folks, as Janine will soon find out. Oh, that damn cell phone! I hate these things! Because now anybody can get you anywhere, can't they? And it's the wife. I should have known. What do you want, Pat? Oh, for God's sake, woman, I don't care. Cook whatever you want. Okay, then the peas. I'll add the peas. Well, you know I don't mind being surprised once in a while. Really, I don't. Hey, uh, did you cook that bird? Make sure you baste it now. I don't want to come in there, find out you've gone dried out and ruined another bird. Oh, and here they come. Here they come, the cows. Life on a dairy farm. Two milkings a day, the first at 6am, the second at the p.m. Bill takes them up to the pasture in the morning, brings them back down again at night. I set up the machines, clean them up afterwards. I don't want that knuckle-headed son of mine touching these milking machines. Damn fool, I'd probably break them. You know how expensive these machines are. How much money I got tied up in all of this equipment. Could buy me a second house with how much these machines cost me. Dinner's at 7.30. Pat's in charge of all that. I got the farm to worry about. She's got the house. And I like it that way. I want a little cuddle. I go into town, find me a little sweetie, need some cash. I figure I'm helping her out. Helping myself out. Nothing wrong with that. I make no apologies. And every day's the same. And sometimes it gets to me. And I'm not using that as an excuse. That other habit I have. That's just pure weakness. I know it's wrong. I'm no fool. Easy now. Uh, Maybelline, in you go. That's a girl. Good girl, Blackie. Looking good, Lila. Keep it moving, girls. Who's that making all that fuss? Betsy? Yes, Betsy, the cow with the one blue eye. Bill! Bill! Bill, what do you do to Betsy? Well, look at her. She's gone mad. Calm her down before she upsets the rest of the herd. Oh, God damn it, Bill. She's in it out the door. Shut the doors before they... Before they... Oh, and there they go. Look at the cow with one blue eye. She's running away and she doesn't know why. A restless spirit has taken her soon. And now she must run or else... Fall in a hole. It's him, the man in the orange hat, standing right in front of me, shouting. Poor Janine. She's dreamed of this moment for years, of what she would do if she ever saw her killer again. 
word of advice, folks. If you plan to seek revenge, don't do it in the body of the cow. A cow is not a revenge-seeking animal. It's a prey animal, and its instinct is to run. And that's exactly what happened. But it wasn't Janine slash Betsy the cow that started the stampede. It was the rest of the herd started it. Because when they saw Janine slash Betsy going all crazy, it was like flicking a switch. Suddenly, they're breaking down the barn door, running across the paddock, and they don't even know why. And never mind the fences in their way. They were headed for the highway. What did we hit? Because we hit something. Does anybody know what we hit? All the traffic has stopped. It's not just us. Oh, dear God, there's been a pileup. Please remain in your seats. I repeat, please remain in your seats unless you are assisting someone who has fallen. Dear God, is that... We hit someone. It was the man in the orange hat who was so involved in the singular pursuit of saving his cows he was sideswiped by the approaching bus traveling at 108 kilometers per hour and thrown 50 feet into a nearby field. But Janine's mother isn't the only one staring at this horrific sight. It was the man in the orange hat. Because right at that moment, she was joined as witness by the spirit of her long-lost daughter. I was floating above everyone now, released from my cow body. That's right, because also among the dead was Betsy the cow, who'd been hit by a white Honda Civic. I could see the whole scene. Two other cow bodies and me flayed across the road. Too heavy to go too far, just on the pavement, broken. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Let me off this bus. Now. Open this door. I I have anxiety. Let me off. Let me off. I I can't breathe. And then I saw her. It was really her. Hi, Mom. Sorry I'm late, but I kind of got waylaid on my way home. Maybe? Not my fault. Is that you? I know, I know. I should have called. No, it can't be. What's for dinner? Uh-oh. Not now, God. Don't take me now. My mom's right there. Please? One minute. Give me one minute. Hi, Mom. It is. It's me, Janine. Your darling daughter. Remember me? My sweet The one who always used to give you such a rough time? Yeah, well, I'm really sorry about that. I love I didn't mean it. I, I know better now. Like, so much better. That's sweet. Did you know I was actually grassing a field for a couple of years? That was wild. I'll tell you more about it sometime. But not now. I can't right now. I gotta go. Please don't worry about me anymore, Mom. That's sweet. I'm okay. Really, I am. It's all good. And everything is going to be fine. It really is. I can see that now. You've been listening to Till the Cows Come Home. If you've enjoyed this program, please consider giving us a review on your streaming service or on our Facebook page, The Heap Podcast. As always, we thank you for listening.